You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live right now on the Summit Voice on the Summit Voice Radio Network. Sharita is, is 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 a blessing. Uh, I appreciate you for this opportunity to come on. And she talk about I like to preach. 
I really just like for God to use me. However he wants to use me, I'm an available vessel, and I say, God, have your way. So if it's preaching, rapping, uh, whatever, however God wants to use me, I just want to be available. Well, like I said, you're on the right platform because, of course, we have our formal questions, but, you know, sometimes we get a little bit carried away in the Holy Ghost. So <laughs> I can, I'm going to go ahead and allow, because I don't even think you saw your video package. I don't even think you saw your intro. I don't even think you saw the fireworks. I don't even know what was going on, but you can catch it on a replay. Just saying. Yes, sir. So, other than that, Mr. Church, who are you, sir? Where do you hail from? And we got two, two icebreaker questions for you before we get into our initial five. So, Mr. Church, you have the floor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Mr. Church is, uh, first of all, a God-fearing man. Mr. Church is an evangelist. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a friend. I'm a brother. Um, man, I'm, I'm uh, let's see. I think that pretty much sums it up, man. That's, that's Mr. Church. I'm born in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, my father was military. We didn't do a lot of traveling with the military, uh, but we did go to some, some different places. I was I was fortunate enough to uh, live in Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska, for a little while with my father's career, and uh, and then we moved back to Georgia. And um, then by that time, I'm starting my own career, and I began to travel a little bit with the firm that I was a part of. And uh, so I've seen a little, uh, quite a few places in America, but presently I'm, I'm residing in Atlanta myself. I just moved to Atlanta about about two months ago to pursue my music career a little bit more, and uh, so I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Mr. Mr. Church is a jokester. I'm a, I'm a fun person to be around. I just believe in life. I believe in living life, um, being able to persevere through the highs and the lows that come with life, but at the same time being a reflection of light and of love, of peace, Amen. and just, just a, a good person, um, as good as I could be to be around. Just somebody that just, you know, when you come around me, I got a song called Bless You. And the whole context behind that song is when I come when I come in your presence, I come to bless you. I come to lift your spirits up. I come to bring you uh, peace, you know, joy, all that good stuff. And uh, so that's just Mr. Ch- Mr. Church in a nutshell, man. I'm just a man that loves God, loves people, and and loves my family. Well, you already got the band tuning up in the background. Now I don't know <laughs> if the virtual side can hear it, but. So I know the radio side can hear it. But all I'm saying is that, see, what caught my attention wasn't so much that you were an artist, per se. Right. It was what you were speaking and how raw you were. And I can relate to that. Now, understanding the pastor side of stuff you have to come a little more structured and i get that with all due respect but sometimes you just gotta go ham and cheese i'm just saying right right 
So, Mr. Shirts, let me go ahead and ask you these icebreaker questions. Let's in, do it. In regards Let's to the industry side, and then, of course, we can start the preaching as we go. And, and Apostle, if you have to go, I don't want to hold you, but we're going to go ahead and start, and maybe you can probably co-sign a little bit when we start getting a little bit in the Holy Ghost. And you might have to quench us a little bit because you already know how hot Mr. Church is. So, And you already know how off the hook I am. So you might have to ring the bell because once we get started, we might need a, the special enforcer for this interview. I'm just saying. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Well, Mr. Church, here's yes, sir. the two icebreaker questions of the evening. So here we go. Now, what do you think about the current state of gospel music as a whole? You have the floor. What do I think about the current state of gospel music as a whole? Um. I think it's in a really, really good place. And this is why I say it. I, you know, secular music has reigned supreme for a long time. And mm-hmm. I think secular music really is typical. Uh, you know, we got a lot of people that's even Christian that listen to secular music. And that's fine and dandy. I'm not going to harp on that tonight. But this oh. is what I'm saying. Secular music has become typical. It's going gonna, it's gonna to talk a lot about drugs. A lot about cars, a lot about money, a lot about women, a lot about clothes. They pretty much gonna package that up in different ways, but it's going to say the same thing. Secular music is self-indulged. It's all about the person. It's all about the artist, and so we we know what we're getting with that. Mm. But I think the timing of the explosion of gospel music is beautiful because, to be honest, I don't know if I'm the only one. I, I think it's a it's a it's a um, a widespread uh, consensus that we're sick and tired of hearing that. You know what I mean? When you turn on the radio, we're sick and tired of hearing about killing. We're sick and tired of hearing about your drugs. We're sick and tired of hearing about all of that stuff. And so you got this whole new explosion of music that's expressing that's talk that's not about self. Let me say it like that. Mm. It's 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 glorifying God. Even if you don't you don't agree with it, people don't agree with Kanye West. Still, still, it's glorifying God. It's talking about God. It's talking about something besides drugs, sex, killing, uh, all of that stuff. Now you're going to have some people that are really in tune, that are really led by the Holy Spirit, and you're going to see that reflected in their music. You're going to have some people that that shallow. You're going to see that. But still, I think that gospel music is in a really good place because people are sick and tired of being sick and tired, but we love music. Music is a universal language. We all love music, but people are sick and tired of hearing that. And I think that's how come it's so easy for Kanye West to cross over to gospel. Because he has the audience, he has the audience, and people are sick and tired. Whether they stand it or not, they're sick and tired of hearing that. The same old stuff over and over and over. And so you have a Kanye that takes his craft, his art, he crosses over and he's talking about God. And whether people like it, believe in it or not, it's refreshing 
because it's something different. And it's still that hip-hop sound that we all have come to fall in love with. So I say mm. hip-hop, gospel hip-hop is in a really good place, really good place. And I think the reason why you see the explosion is because now, because of the place it's in, it's not, it's not, you're not lame. You're not, you're not, uh, it's the trick, it's, it's okay to be a gospel rapper. It's okay to glorify God. I thank God for artists like Lecrae and Canton Jones and that paved the way. But I think it's in a good place now, and I think you're seeing a lot of people uh, get their hands in it because it's okay to be a gospel artist right now. And again, you're going to have the variety, just like with anything else. The enemy's going to stick his head in there. He's not going to let anything go untouched. But I still think, and I'm speaking for myself personally, that there are some artists that are, that are led by the Holy Spirit, then their lyrics reflect it, and, and so you're going you're gonna to get that in their, in their content and in their music, and it's going to be good for the body of Christ, especially, mm. and, and I say, for the unchurched. It's, it's almost like gospel hip-hop right now is an evangelical, I think I said that wrong, it's an evangelism tool. There you go. I hope Amen. I said it right. It's an evangelism tool for the unchurched because that sound is still that sound. We're using the same beats. We're using, you know, the cadence is still the same. It's still up-tempo. The swag is there. All of that is there. So for the unchurched person, now you can make a choice. Do I want to keep listening to the killing, the drugs, the sex, all of that good stuff, or do I want that same sound but different content? Mm-hmm. So I think gospel. I think gospel is in a really good place. Gospel hip hop. Well, I know for me, I'm new to CCH, and a lot of people like yourself and Agape Music Group, even though they say I they're not them. technically. I love them. They're not, they said they're not technically CCH, but they have the feel of CCH. So right, right. I'm just like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, are you really? Okay. All right. Apostle had to go. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Like, how in the world? And see, now I I knew who. Lecrae was. Right. I also knew who Bizzle was. I also right. knew awesome. who um, uh, was it uh, Kingdom uh, uh, Kingdom Music. I know who uh, Right, Brian Trejo. Trejo. Brian Trejo. Brian Trejo. Yes. Know who he is. Now, I was slow to it because I never was a rap guy. I'm, I mean, hey, I, I wasn't. So, you know, I was the R&B, you know, boys to men, you know, that type right. era stuff. I wasn't really in. Now, I have to say I was a Biggie fan. Uh, I could say that, you know, when I was growing Phenomenal up. Phenomenal artist. So, and then Tupac, I was like, uh, he's a little more rawler for me, but I get it. Really tripped me out was the fact that Kanye was able to blow all of the charts away. Now, everyone has their opinion. Now, right. musically, however, he did that. Just saying. Now, 
I'm nobody to judge anybody's walk. But however, my thing is, if you're going to walk down our street, then as a community of believers, we ought to keep you walking on that street. I don't know if you caught that out there in Facebook land, but can you hear me pretty good? I can hear you. I can hear you really good. Okay. So what I'm understanding is, is that you are right. See, we are creatures of habit. We understand what we listen to. We are who we listen to. Now, when it comes to trying to detox from what you were accustomed to, and when God leads you to another place, which Mm -hmm. is Christian hip-hop, I like to ask this question because a lot of times we get a lot of hate mail, so to speak, now, we're in a season of new, and Apostle right. and I were just speaking about that. Now, we have a lot of new, independent artists that are coming out with new. Now, I get the beat, the hooks, I get it. But what's being rapped is where I grew up listening to hip-hop. With, and I can go back. Run DMC, mm-hmm. go back even Beast Boys. I can go back even Biz Marquis. See, that's for y'all that don't know that era. Just saying. But anyway, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is, you have content in what you're rapping, or what I like to say, spoken word. There's a close similarity there for all of you that don't know the difference. But, yes, there's a close similarity there. So, right. Mr. Church, I'm going to be quiet for a minute because I'm trying not to get too up, too uptight and all, you know, super corporate because this ain't that type of show. So, what impact, Mr. Church, you want to make in this industry? You have the floor. Ah. Uh. Wow, in this industry, I can I, I can I can put it like this: I'm doing music specifically because I have instructions from God to do music. So my my reason for doing music is being obedient to God. When He said to me to do music, and, and on the level that I'm doing it now, I questioned Him. I was like, "Well, God, why?" Because I, at my, for me personally, I wanted to go more into ministry. Um, like street outreach, things of that nature. I, I really, my, my, my ultimate goal and vision is to birth out youth centers. So really I wanted to start, you know, laying the groundwork for that. Um, and God said, no, this music is going to um, change your life, and then it's going to allow you to gain the influence that you need in order to birth out these youth centers in the way that I've given you the vision. So my, my soul uh, one of my reasons for doing music is to be obedient to God. But at the end of the day, I hope that when people hear my music, it, it, I'm a praiser through my music. 
So I want to change the atmosphere. Whenever you hear my music, I want to be able to change your, your, circ- your climate, rather. I want you to feel like whatever circumstances that may be pulling you down, you can shake them off for those three minutes and 30 seconds at least. And hopefully it lasts longer than that. But once my music comes on, I hope that it's enough Holy Ghost in it to help you shake whatever situation you're going through. Because one of my songs, the title of it is This Is My Year. And, I, and whenever people hear that, I, I, it's, a, it's a declaration. So I hope that through the hook, at least if they just grab the hook, that they can realize that and begin to declare that no matter what obstacles I'm facing now, man, this is still my year. This is still my moment. I still can turn my life around. I still can allow God to do some amazing things in my life. No matter what it looks like right now, uh, I still have an opportunity to make it uh, uh, um, a promising time in my life. So that's my, my thing is when people hear my music, I hope that it's like, uh, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Nelson, I believe it is. He said, uh, shifting the atmosphere. That's, what I, that's, my, that's my, my prayer, that my music shifts the atmosphere. And uh, so that's it. I'm just being obedient to God, to be honest, uh, being obedient to God. Because anybody who knows anything about this music, a lot of people look at it from the outside in and they think, oh, man, this is just some glorious mountain. I could just run up and, and take the top and stick my flag in it. And it's not like that. It's, this is a lot of work. The career side of this, to really for it to be a career, it takes a lot of work. So music is processing me. I'm learning a lot of disciplines that I'm going to be able to convert over to the youth center. And so it, it's a lot to this music thing. It's not what everybody thinks. I was, I was uh, in a conversation the other day with a gentleman that's like, man, I want to rap. And he's asking me some questions. And, oh, man, all you got to do is he, his, his thought process is if they hear your music, Man, they just gonna they gonna run with it. And I said, man, do you know how many awesome artists it is in this world? And he's like, yeah, it's a lot. I said, you know what separates uh, 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 awesome artists that 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 makes it from an awesome artist that doesn't make it? He said, what? I said, the business side of it. It's not a, the, the making music is the easy part. That's yeah. the easy part. But it's the the, the working it, the the promotion, the marketing, the budget. You need a budget. I found that out. I was like, man, I, I, I you know, it's, it's a couple of mainstream artists that, that I was like, I thought they had it all together, but I realized what separated them from somebody that wasn't as gifted as them that made it a little bit further than them was a budget. And so I'm telling, I'm telling any artist that will listen to me, man, get your budget intact. Have your budget intact because if you, I don't care how good your song is. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't grease uh, these people's hands, your music ain't gonna get played. Simple as that. Simple as that. Nobody's just gonna spend your music for the sake of man. That's a dope song. That's a really good song. Yeah, that's that's what they're gonna tell you. That's a really good song. You need to go get your budget together so I can play it for you. So my thing is to again to get back to your question because I know I got a little off track. My question, no, my thing good. is to be obedient and then to shift the atmosphere, even if it's just for three minutes and thirty seconds. The duration of my song, I want to be able to. Shift your atmosphere so that if you're having a bad day and my song come on, you can say, hey, and everybody know when you say, hey, your shoulder's moving or something's moving. <laughs> something's moving on your body, man, and, and you, you you know, your, your your circumstances are changing, even if it's just temporary. Well, see, this is why I was excited for this interview because, see, it's prime time over here. Come on. In Texas, Mr. Church And see, that's why 
you'll be able to see it later on. But I get excited doing night shows because it depends on the artists. Because sometimes people are coming home, they had a hard day, they stressed out, and sometimes you need that oomph or that That's good. fire or that drip or that smoke, you know, like just a little bit just to get the edge off. So this is why it's funny how it took all this nonsense to finally get you on the show. See, we're working with an enemy that is systematically taking out the believers in music, industry, pastors, grandmama, Susie, all the rest of them, (laughs) Shaquez, your cousin Pussy, all of them. See, see God, God is doing something unique. Now, in this season of quarantine, uh oh, the big COVID nineteen. Uh oh, come on. Here's another. Here's another one talking about it. Well, I'm glad that you're listening because I'm not gonna talk about the COVID nineteen. I'm talking about the opportunity that was given by our Father. See, come on. See, y- y'all gonna get me started. See, come on. We were given opportunity as believers. To hit the reset button. Yes. See, we were given opportunities to look in the mirror at our own mess. See, we even got to know, for some of us that have spouses, some of us who don't, we got to really know who our spouses are. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, now, in this whole season of quarantine, we have to understand something. Sometimes it can get ugly, Mr. Church, when it comes to yes, looking at yourself. Now, see, one thing that some, not all, some church folks are good at, is assessing the situation from the outside. Uh oh. Uh oh. See. Uh oh. But we don't. But we don't look at ourselves. See. This season, we got to look in the mirror and see yeah. what mess we truly were. See, we. Forgot. Uh oh. We 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 got we got Apostle back in the building. See, we just we uh, start to preach now. You came in at the right time, Apostle. See, see, this is a setup for the Holy Ghost. See, how would she know this, Mr. Church? See, this is what I'm saying. See, but see, this whole season was a setup because see. When we were all in our home and we couldn't go on the freeway to go to work, 
to have mm-hmm. that time away from the kids or from the spouse or from whoever. Now we stuck like Chuck in the house 24 7. Not 365. Well, yeah, it was almost, yeah, 18, 19 yeah. months. Yeah. yeah, that's more than a year. So, anyway, see, for me, I didn't have a problem being quarantined because so, I, I was used to it. I was home. I was broke. So, for me, I was just healing. But in the process of the healing, my point is this. In the process of looking in the mirror, we may look good on the outside. Uh-oh. We may dress good on the outside. Come on, preacher. But on Come the on, inside, we are some nasty church folks, some of us. So don't DM me, don't inbox me. Some of us, I'll say it like that. We got some issues. So in this season, as an artist, as a pastor, as a woman, as a man, as a child, so on and so forth, it's time to clean your house. I'm not talking about the church you went to. I'm not talking about that house. I'm talking about your house. So I said all this to get to my first question. So, Mr. Church, what has your relationship with God helped you learn as he's opening doors for you in this season? You have the floor. That's a that's a really, really, really good question. And 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 more than anything, it's a timely question. Um and my answer is this. What I learned in this season about God as it pertains to me is that the fire is a developer. God will set you in the fire, and we all know, we've all heard it said, packaged up all kind of ways, that gold comes out pure through the fire. Well, we do too. If we allow ourselves, if we submit ourselves to God's process and God's will, then the fire will purify us. And I think in this season... God is allowing tests and trials to perfect our character. Since 2019, and I think I had some of it in my bio, it seems like I've been in a nonstop test. God has touched my marriage. God has touched my children. God has touched my finances. God has touched my ministry. God has touched my friendship. Some of the relationships that I value have been touched. I don't think there's no aspect of my life that God hasn't touched. And with that being said, I've had to strengthen, to be strengthened in all of those areas. I've had to look at myself. I've had to evaluate myself. I've had to do some cleaning up, as you said, in my house. Uh, Even right now, presently as we speak, God still has me in the fire. And I tell people that all the time because a lot of people jump in my inbox when they see me post different flyers about different events and different things that I'm doing and they jump in my inbox and, and they're, you know, they're looking to get some type of assistance. And, I, and it's unfortunate I have to tell them that I'm not in that place. I'm working. I'm grinding. I'm, 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 I'm doing all the necessary things to prayerfully get in that place. 
But right now, if I can tell y'all the truth, man, I'm in the fire. Don't be deceived by what you think is happening, by what you see is happening. Understand that I am paying a major price for the oil that's going to hopefully be able to help some other people get in the right place in their life. I'm paying a price. This price tag on this oil is too expensive for some people to pay it. And you look at it and you think that you want it, but like God said, you better count up the cost. If you better count up the cost before you look at somebody's life and say, God, I want that, because you do not know the background to where that person or how that person got to where they're at. You do not know the price. You do not know what they've lost. You do not know how they've been afflicted. You do not know how God has touched their life. You do not know the pain that resides in their heart. Right as they speak to you, you don't know what's going on in that person's life. All you're doing is looking and saying, man, they look like they got me. They look like they got it, and I want it. Understand this. Everything has a price tag on it. Everything. So before you say you want something, or before you give God your yes, you better understand that it's going to cost you. And it may, gonna, it may cost you some things that you value, some things that are dear and close to your heart. So that's what I'm learning in this season. I gave God a yes, and that yes cost me. That yes cost me. That yes put me in the fire. We look at the stories and we read the stories about uh, Daniel and the lion's den. Imagine it. Imagine it. Let's make that. What if that was a reality show? And a man got dropped in a den of lions. Could, who, who, could, who could really do that? And, and, and trust God. Who could really trust God in a den of lions? Come on. Who could trust God in a fiery pit? Really? Who could? We read the stories and we say, we talk and it sounds good. We preach it from the pulpit, but you ain't got three lions sitting around you. So it sounds good now. If God was to drop you in that den, what would your testimony be? That's what I'm learning this season. See. Oh, all right, all right. See, see, see. All right, stop, stop, stop. See, you got the band going over here, Mr. Church. See, I'm trying to keep the band from going off. See, I told you, this show ain't your typical artist showcase. See, we we upgraded a little bit since Apostle's been on. So, it's just ironic that you just talking on the same vein. Because me and Apostle was just talking about the whole and how the independent artists from every genre are strategically sent for the whole. See, let, let, let me let me let me be a little more plain. Pretty Come on, much, work it. pretty much. When you have a building, after a while, the foundation starts to crack. You might find some cracks, some holes, a little bit, you know, all that stuff. So you got to have some instruments to go to the hole to fill it up so it won't crack the whole wall. So, Come on, pal. with that being said, God is using the independent artists 
the independent preacher, the independent radio station owners, the independent show owners. See, everybody that's independent got the memo. See, we were just talking about how people think you doing it up because they see all this stuff going on in the back. They hear all on, the special man. effects. They see all the videos. They see you looking on Dapper online and on Facebook and on videos and all this and all that. But they don't know the cost it takes to go through the Come fire on, even yeah, when you don't have anything left to burn. Come on. See, see, I'm trying not to go off because, again, <laughs> we in prime time, so I'm a little lit tonight. So all I'm saying is that we need to understand one thing. This has nothing to do with who you are. This has everything to do with what you have become now, see, yes, God. what you put out there isn't who you are in this season. It's what you're getting into, what you're about to <laughs> into, what you're That's about good. to out-preach, out-wit, out-do, out-bitcoin, out-save, whatever it is that we thought we knew in the practical. God is about to open up some stuff. He's about to lay the smack down on all these folks that think it's all that in a bag of chips to be the next big thing. Well, I got news for you. The last. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. The last shall be first. Come on. See? This is the season, and we're seeing the shifting happen right before our eyes, but we still have the church as usual. See, don't get me started. See, we opening back up our castles. I mean, I'm sorry, our churches. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we, we still wearing our crowns on our heads which we're not qualified to even wear, I'm sorry, because first of all, the only King of Kings and the Lord oh, of Christ. Lords is the one that saved my life and my soul. I'm nobody's king. I'm nobody's nothing. I'm just a messenger. I don't need no praise from you, or from you, or from you, or from even you. All I need is a high five from the Father, and he's looking down on me, and he tells me, it's about time, son. Get him. You see, that's what I listen for. I don't listen for the accolades. Are they nice in the natural? Yeah. Because our flesh got to feel a little bit good. But the fact of the matter is, it ain't about me. We've all been assigned to 
all been assigned a lane in the industry that we are in. Why do you think it's been so rough, Mr. Church? Why do you think it's been so hard, Mr. Church? It's not because, it's just because, sir. Oh, it's Come on. just you're doing the same old thing like everybody else, sir. No, God is pressing you. God is making you into something that people have never heard before. Your life will also be reflected from the music that you put out. And when people hear your music, they ain't going to just be bopping to the hook. They're going to get delivered and set free from the hook. See, y'all didn't catch that. Y'all didn't catch. Let me say that again, Mr. Church. I'm sorry. I don't think they got it. See, y'all are going to be delivered and set free from the hook. See, they listening for the hook. They popping to the hook. But, see, they don't know the power that's in the hook to deliver you from that, you know, that smoke, smoke, oh, 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 and you know, that drink and drink that you like to take down from time to time, you know what I mean, I'm just saying, so, I'm sorry, Mr. Shirt, I'm sorry, see, see, no, see, you don't want to play for me, see, man, see, man, y'all don't want to play for me, but, see, I get it. I get it. We got a guest. We have guests in the studio, so we want to make sure we treat them well. I get it. It's okay. It's not about me. Anyway, so anywho, Mr. Church, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no. to get all uh, fired up, but I see that Apostle has made it back in the studio, and I don't know if she had something to say, because I see she rocking back there, and she tilts her hat to the side just a little bit, so see, see, when she do that, it's about to go down, just saying, so Apostle, you have the floor, or we can continue on. I'm just being obedient. I need to be quiet, or we end up shutting this thing down early.
Yes, amen. Well, Mr. Church, since we got the icing on the cake by the apostle, now we have a few more questions to ask if we can get through them all, because I don't think we're going to get through all of them, but I'm going to keep going. So we got question number two for you, and here you go, unless you like to add to what the pot is already being stirring on tonight. So, Mr. Church, you have the floor, or we can go to question number 2B. You have the floor. Sir. I just want to, I just, I, I, I thank God that you presented that opportunity to me because it was stirring in my spirit to say this. The scripture says that many are called, but few are chosen. So what I do is I always like to cross-reference scriptures, and I say, well, God, you say you don't respect the person, so how are many called or few are chosen? And really what that's saying is many are called, but few choose to do what God is calling them to. Few choose. So a lot of people are, are watching, like you said, a lot of people are watching the, the fruit of, 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 of our fire, the fruit of, of us saying yes. And, and they're saying that I want to do it, but you're not you're not responding to the call of action because you can't just when when you're called you can't answer with lip service. Faith without works is dead, so you have to respond with some action. You got to respond with some sacrifices. You, your yes, your yes is in your action. It's not in your lips. So that's what I tell people. Uh, 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 many are called, few are chosen. No, many are called, few choose. You choose to respond to that yes because it costs you a lot. Again, I'm going to keep saying that. It costs you. It costs you your comfort zone. It costs you some friends. It costs you some stuff that's dear to you. So that's my thing. Many are called, but if you want what I got, then go. Then choose to respond to God with some action. And he may have something in store bigger than, than what you're seeing in my life. So, so that's all I wanted to add today. I, I thank you for allowing me the opportunity because that was burning in my spirit. Ooh. Well, you, uh, see, you, you got the band over here stirred <laughs> up, Mr. Church. See, all right. Okay, okay, all right. Now, all right, I got to be obedient. All right. See, <laughs> it's like it's like when you watch a football game. Or a mm-hmm. basketball game, or a favorite team you like, whatever it is. We have a type of people that are called bandwagon. Uh oh. Come on, somebody. Come on, Pastor. See, see, see. We we got those folks that like to come when you're winning. You got those folks that like to come. Because it looks good, it smells good, it sounds good. Oh, yo, Instagram and your TikTok is is blowing up. So I want to be a part of that. 
until you get to the prep. That's <laughs> Come on. when the bandwagon Fall off. seems to go to the other side of the field. See, they may not want to hang with the psalmist no more because the psalmist is going through the press. So Come let on. me go over here to the triumphant show real quick and let me pull on some of that fanfare. Let me get my little flag and let me wave them in the air and say, Apostle, you better go preach that thing. Apostle, oh, I want to sow into your ministry. Oh, Apostle, until Apostle comes to her threshing floor. And now I got to find an outlet. See, Biggie ain't here no more. So I got, let me come over here to this guy called Mr. Church. Because, see, his Instagram and his Facebook page is at 2K, and he got people blowing him up like crazy. So I need a little bit of boost so my flesh can feel some kind of way. So I'm going to be his bandwagon fan. See, we got a whole bunch of these folks in the kingdom. And you wonder why we got issues in the house. Uh-oh. See, they don't want, they don't mm, want to hear come on. See, we want to put some two-minute microwave, get quick fix, or die trying nonsense instead of going <laughs> to the threshing floor. Getting the press that God has for you. He's got to squeeze this flesh that we are housed in. Why? Because this flesh can't get close to the blessings we preaching and teaching and telling all these folks we're going to be millionaires and trillionaires, but we can't even handle being in his presence. We can't even handle just praying to God. We don't got to go in the overflow. Just pray to him. Come on. In other words, talk to him. Just saying. You go through all this nonsense in your flesh when your boo thing, uh-oh. See, see, you, you go through all this energy when Tyrone leaves, uh-oh. See, we, we do all this stuff in the flesh, but when it comes to God, he's going ham, cheese, salami, explosion, tornado, volcano. He going straight psycho over our hard-headed tails, but yet we want to bandwagon back and forth. Back and forth because whoever's got the most folks or the most fans or sound like they got a little bit of million dollar anointing, uh oh, we want to jump on that ship because we don't want to work 
for it. We just want the easy peasy lemon squeezy. See, let me stop. See, let me stop. All right, all right. See, 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 we all lost everybody now because we preaching some stuff. See, I ain't here to entertain y'all. I'm sorry. I got a mission. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. And we need to just continue to run in the vein. I'm just saying. Anyway, let me, I'm going to try to get through this, Mr. Church. I'm sorry, sir. I I don't know why we continue to go here, but I'm going to try to stay in the vein and try to keep it nice and corporate-like for all those folks on radio. Okay, so let, let me put my corporate shirt back on and let's get this show on the road. Okay, here we go. Now, Mr. Church, here's another setup, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Is this ministry for you in an entertainment-driven genre? I'm done. You have the floor. Uh, I can't. Say that that one more time. Pass it up for me one more time. I'll say it one more time. Is this ministry for you in an entertainment-driven genre? Uh, that's a good question. That's a heavy question. I'll say this. I'll say this. Wherever God sends you, he sends you for a reason. Um, so it could be, it very well could be ministry uh, for any of us, not just me, but for any of us in a uh, entertainment-driven industry. Industry. Uh, I, like, I like to say, uh, look at uh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is a prime example, the NFL. It's not popular to uh, boast Christianity in in those arenas, but he did it, and and I say he had somewhat of a successful career out of it. Uh, I think A.C. Green was another Christian, like an old, older guy. A lot of people might not know him, but he was a Christian. Saved himself into his 40s. That's unheard of, but he had a successful career. So I believe that if God calls me to it, God calls me to it, he, he empowers me, he equips me, and he gives me everything necessary necessary for me to be everything that he intended for me to be, as long as I keep him in the forefront of everything that I'm doing. See, that's the key. That's the key right there. Can I keep God at the center and at the forefront of everything I'm doing? If I do, then I'll be successful in any arena he calls me to. The moment that I lose focus, then we already see we'll be just like Peter. We'll drown in any arena that he calls us to. So I think, I, I, for me, I say yes, because God has called me to it. Um, I, I think that I can have, my ministry can, can thrive in, in any arena. Mm. Well, we get a lot of mixed answers to this question, and I can, I can get it. Because, see, I understand that yes, there's a fine line between entertaining and ministering. Yes. I, I yes. get it. Yes. But I also, like you just said, I also get that sometimes God sends you on assignment. Not every event you go to is a paycheck. Uh oh. Come on. That's good. See see That's good. Come see, on. People gonna get mad. 
with me with that one, but I'm used to it, like I said. See, we got so caught up in being driven by the green. Oh, boy. Instead oh, my of being mind. driven by the red. Now, let me let me explain the red. The red is the blood. What is that? It's the blood that died for you and me, that died for Cousin Pookie and JJ, all of them. See, <laughs> sometimes we got to take that green. Sometimes we need to take the green that we receive and bless somebody else with it. Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh, you preaching. Wait, wait, wait. You preaching. Hold on. You preaching now. Wait, wait. No, you mean to tell me I have a $5,000 rider. I get Perrier sent to my room, freshly squeezed orange juice and lemon juice. I get Skittles, only red. So I got to sit here and pick only red Skittles out of all these bags, and this is just in the writer. Not only that, I got to get personal chauffeur service for you, which is probably two, $300 an hour. So by the time I'm done, this is not even when you get on the stage. I'm paying another $5,000 just for you to sing two songs. Really? Wow. I'm sorry. Listen, look, I get it. I understand you can't do everything for free. I get it. But when is enough enough? You live in a big mansion. You have nannies, maids, servants. You have all this stuff. And if you have managed your money right, uh-oh, see yeah. Let, let, let me say this. Let me say this because I'm going to get in trouble again, but I'm used to it. See, <laughs> all I'm saying is if you can be happy riding in a Maxima, but no, we got to get Bugattis, Lamborghinis, top of the notch Land Rovers, all this nonsense. Listen, God will supply the need. Not your one. That's words. That ain't coming from That's me. That is. Correct me if I'm wrong. God said in his word that he will supply all of our needs according to his. Not mine. Not apostles. Not Mr. Churches. According to his riches in where? Glory. So. If we can be thankful for the few, see they don't want to. They don't want to hear this. See if you can be faithful with the few, and you can be satisfied with the needs being met. Come on, just like any parent, they will reward their children for taking care of the needs or needs. Uh, of the house Okay That's a metaphor What do I mean Needs of the house This Your body is the house It's the temple Right 
So if we take care of the temple, we also have to take care of the spirit of the temple. What does that mean? Yes, we have to have relationship with the need, the source, the riches in glory. If we don't have a relationship and all we have is an ATM, and, oh, my God. All we have is an empty ATM card and just swipe when we want to swipe because God got it. No. That's not how he works. See, people have been twisting this word for far too long. We are motivated and driven by the green instead of red. We're so driven on getting that dollar-dollar bill, y'all, that we ain't blessing nobody. I'm not speaking at your engagement. I'm not singing at your event until... You meet my minimum. I'll show up on the minimum, but I'm not going to do nothing else until you supply my wants according to my riches in glory. Uh-oh, I'm going to get in trouble with that one. You don't be messing with the word like that. <laughs> you don't do that's that. Good. Well, listen, that's what we are attracted to. We, tr- we are attracted to the money. We ain't attracted to the soul. Now, listen, I've seen people be blessed highly by nothing. They said, you know what? I know you guys can't do this. I know, you, this, I know this is what is set up. I get it. But can you just pay for my gas there and back? I'll have no problems coming. You know how many people will be like, oh, my God, they just want gas money? And you'll be surprised when you get there, they put you in a five-star hotel, they hook you up, stays you there, and they give you a little something-something in your pocket when you leave. See, God supplies the need. See, when we do things for God, and we don't look for a price tag, oh, my God. See, this is when God opens up doors. See, people don't want to hear that word. They just want to hear the the other word that don't take all that, Thomas. It don't take all that. We don't need all that. I'm going to supply my want and then co-sign it as if God did it for me. Uh-oh. See, we got a lot of bandwagon blessings. Oh, boy. See, I guess this is a theme for tonight, Mr. Church. We got a lot of bandwagon fans. We got a lot of bandwagon wants. We got a lot of bandwagon meters. But, see, we don't want to go through the press in order to receive the blessings from glory. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to stop. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I need to calm down. All right. It's getting late. People leaving because they upset. It is okay. So we got got our last question. Well, it happens. It It does. It does. And then as soon as you start talking about some stuff that's going to hurt their corns or hurt their feelings, they leave. 
Pastor Chris, can I, can I add something to that? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Well, if I, I heard this said by a pastor a long time ago, and I see it. I, it's more true now than ever. If your gospel ain't offending people, then it ain't the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's just the truth. <laughs> see, see if, I don't have time. If it ain't stepping on some toes. Look, I've been, I've been preached to so long with this love stuff. I didn't know that this gospel hurt. I didn't know that. I wasn't taught that. All I was taught was put in your seed and your seed time and harvest will be plenty if you just sow. Look, listen. Last serious question. 
Yes, sir. What has been the best ministry moments of your CCH career so far? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. That's okay. Okay. I had to think about that one. Okay. So, uh, about three months ago, my manager wanted me to go uh, down to Fort Myers, Florida for an event and do some green room action. I I, I do media as well, um, um, as, as, you know, to, to add to my artistry. I, I do a lot of interviews with people. I go down and I do media. And uh, she wanted me to come down and do some media at Fort Myers with her, interview some artists and, and talk about a, a, a gospel hip-hop cypher that we're doing. So that was my only intention. Uh, I drove five and a half hours. That's all I was supposed to do. And I was going to turn around and drive back home because I had an event with Kalante Gavin in Jacksonville the very next day. True story. So I drive down there. When I walk in the building, I see some people that are familiar with me. And they say, oh, Mr. Church, you here. What's, you doing something tonight? I'm like, no, nah, I just come for, to do some media. That's it. I didn't come to, to do any uh, music. And they're like, oh, why? And I'm like, well, I just, I actually, my, my manager wanted me to, but all the slots to perform had, um, were, were all gone by the time she, you know, uh, began to look at this event. And uh, so I said, well, we, we missed the opportunity to perform. So the guy that was, one of the guys that was hosting the event was like, no, no, we didn't. You, you, if you say you performing tonight, then we're going to let you perform. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't come here for that. But I said, you know, I got to get the people what they want. And, you know, if, if, if God has sent me down here and, and performing is, is what he wants me to do, then okay. Uh, long story short, I ended up performing. Didn't know it was a contest because I didn't get none of the, the intricate details of the showcase. I just, they wanted me to perform. I'm like, okay. Didn't know I was entering into a contest and end up winning. Well, the person that won that showcase the very next night was supposed to open for a, a, a pretty big uh, rap artist, gospel rap artist by the name of 1K Few, and another rap artist that signed to Lecrae. Both are signed to Lecrae by the name of Gavi. And I ended up winning. And I'm like, wow. you know, I was trying to pass my uh, winning off. I'm like, well, you know, give it to the, the next artist. And they like, no, man, you got to stay here and perform. Now, mind you, I'm supposed to be at Kalante Gavin, you know, performing for Kalante Gavin, opening for Kalante Gavin the next day also. And one of the artists that won this particular contest the year before me, he came up to me and he was like, listen, man, you don't want to miss this. He's like, I know. I said, well, bro, I got Kalante Gavin tomorrow in Jacksonville. And he's like, bro, listen, you're going to want to stay and do this event. Trust me. He said, I know you don't know me, but trust me, you're going to want to stay. And it was the best decision that I made. I opened up for 1K Few and Gavi, and it was amazing. It was an amazing. God did exceedingly abundantly above all I could think or imagine in that particular setting because I wasn't expecting to do anything but go down there uh, and and do some media and end up winning this artist showcase and opening up, getting some exposure. You know, I, my, 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 I grew some fans. I, I made some really good connections. It, it, it superseded anything that I could have thought. Now, and this is no shade, but when I looked at the Kalante, this, this event was a packed house. It was, it's a, it was a, a mega church. The house was packed. It was so packed that they were flying uh, androids around the church to record the crowd the biggest event that I've ever been a part of in my gospel career, uh, in my gospel ministry career. Kalante Gavin, on the other hand, 
it ended up being 50 people there. And so I just said, God is so amazing because the way he orchestrated that just was amazing. And so that is the biggest, that moment is still with me. Because I'm like, man, God, and it kind of shifted things for me. You know, that exposure you can put on your resume and say, I open up for these artists and people look at you different. Or they look at you like an artist with the, with the caliber to be able to come and do some pretty big shows if you open for them guys. Then you have the caliber to be able to come and do some pretty big shows. So it looks good on your resume. And the way God set that up was amazing because I had no idea. I was simply going down there for one thing, and I was going to work and turn around and drive back home to six hours. And end up, as a matter of fact, I ended up getting a hotel. They ended up getting me a hotel, and luckily I had packed. I always pack like that. I pack with extra outfits. So I, I knew I was coming back, but I packed the suitcase with some extra outfits just in case. You just never know. I, and I'm, I'm that type of person I do that. And it ended up working to my benefit that I had the extra outfits because I, you know, had clothes for the next next day and clothes for the, the you know, to be able to open for those guys. So that moment is impressed in my mind, and I thank God for that opportunity. See, Apostle, I, I don't know if you heard it. I, I, I heard, see, when you can go to an event and don't look at seek for anything in return see we forgot to have a heart of a servant see we want the big lights big city limos cars riding high jet flying all this up but see we forgot how to be a servant and when you go just be the servant see god has a funny way of shifting stuff see mr church got set up by the holy ghost see he went down there he sacrificed five and a half hours to be at a servant posture. Come but on, God. Look what happened when he continued to serve without seeking anything in return. That's how God gives you double for your trouble. It's not for the seed you sow, it's the service that he gave selflessly. See, Come on, pal. Started. See, Come y'all want to talk this prosperity nonsense, but y'all don't understand how it really works. He don't go by what you put in. He's talking about the physical servanthood of what you put in. This is what he measures, not your green. He yes, measures God. your heart, not how much you put on a plate or a cash app or give a five and all this other stuff. He measures your heart posture. And every man or woman of God, we are servants first, leaders second. See, we want to be leaders all the time. But we don't want to serve nothing. We got our assistants. We got our armor bearers. 
they can do all that. I don't even want to hold my own Bible or hold my own water. Yeah, they can do that, but I want to make sure I hold my coach bag. Uh-oh. I want to make sure I got my red bottom shoes on with my nicely cut designer dress on so they can know I'm walking in the overflow and you in $20,000 in debt. Don't get me started. Anyway, on, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm going to stop. Let me Come calm on, down. You're all, right. all right. All right. All right. I, I got to stop. See, because see, I see, see, I already see the warning from Facebook. Yeah, they're going to shut me down again. But anyway, let me see. <laughs> Yeah, this, this, this show is not good for late night because we're going to tear it up. I'm just saying. So, anyway, let me see. We got one last question, and then that's yes, it. Sir. we we going to turn this thing off. Okay. So, here's the last question of the night. What does Mr. Church like to do for fun? <laughs> well, it's quite a few things. I'm I'm probably a different different type of person, really, literally. I mean that. I, I ask God sometimes why you make me so weird, uh, but I love it and I embrace it. So it's a couple things that I like to do for fun. One, I'm a family man. So nothing brings me more joy than to see my children and my wife enjoying themselves. So we spend a lot of time doing family fun stuff. Um, nothing. That, that brings me the, the greatest joy ever. You know, they always try to get me gifts and stuff for my birthday, and I tell them, on my birthday, it, my greatest gift is that I can take you all and, you know, out and we can do stuff together. So that's, that's top for me, my family. Spending time with my family and enjoying ourselves going and doing different things. Then I'm a fisherman. I love to fish. And I actually plan on being a professional fisherman. My dad is a professional. He's not he's not and he he's his own hindrance. He's ranked in the nation hundred and fiftieth, like with the bass pros. He actually goes and fishes those tournaments. And so that kind of then rubbed off on me. And my goal is next couple of years to be a gospel rapper that's a professional fisherman and to actually be going to the tournament and fishing and, 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 and imagine the intricacy that, that that's going to be on that. Like, cause you don't see that. You don't see you a lot. Of, and I'm just going to be honest. I hope this don't come across racist, but a lot of people fishing are older Caucasian gentlemen, but I love it. I love everything about fishing, fishing. So I think it's going to be neat. And then it'll be another opportunity to show, um, young men that here's a, here's a, cause I asked my dad a while ago, I said, dad, are there any millionaire fishermen? And he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, they get sponsorships and everything. So I can show young men. There's another way. There's another way fishing that you never would have thought it, but you can make a career out of fishing. And if you just pursue it. So I love to fish and then reading. I'm a true student. That Bible, I'll follow a rabbit hole. And that'll take up my whole day. Anybody will tell you, if I get to, if I find one scripture, I could pursue one scripture for five, six hours. I'll just keep following rabbit holes. 
I just keep following stuff until I done just chew all the meat off the bone and I take notes. And when I come out that hole, I got a whole lot to share. <laughs> so those are my three passions. I love spending time with my family. I love to fish. And then just I'm a student of the Word of God and just, just, just other stuff, information. And I love it because I see that in my son, my youngest, my middle son, rather. He comes to me with all kind of stuff that I'm like, how in the world? But I see myself. He'll tell me about something going on in a whole other galaxy. He'll say, Dad, guess what I read? And, you know, it's a planet of diamonds in this galaxy. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I have to laugh because I'm like, son, that's weird. But I, I see myself because I'm the same way, student of all kind of stuff. I'm just a student. I plan to be a life student as well. So along with playing football, basketball, stuff like that, I'm still able to get down on the sports. I'm a beast on the, on the basketball court. Just to let you know, Pastor, uh, Pastor, so if you want me to fly there to Texas sometime and get on the court with you, we can, you know, we can make that happen. But my main three things that I love to do, spend time with my family, um, well, fish, and then study. Well, I can't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. See, my my testimony is way too long to tell you, but uh, yeah, I'm just blessed and fortunate enough just to be able to be here tonight, just to be able to speak to you and to Apostle Sharita Lovelace and many other awesome people that I've been blessed to talk to and interview with, because again. I shouldn't be here. So my passion is to play basketball. My passion is to throw a football. But I know I can't do that anymore. So God has given me different talents that I do now. And I'm telling you, God will give you what you need for the work that he has for you because I'm going to tell you I wasn't qualified to do none of this stuff I don't have no triple doctrine no offense to anyone that has one but God gave me his heavenly doctrine he blessed me with an ideal set and my hands and how can I create stuff out of nothing I didn't have that mindset before or skill set before. That's how I know that God truly exists because I gave up me. See, I knew what Chris could accomplish. Yeah, I've accomplished some stuff in my life. I've owned some businesses. I've owned some homes and cars and all that. Did all that. But see, when it comes to the things that God wants you to do, it's going to flip your whole world upside down. Because what you know is nothing compared to what God gave you. See, he gives us complex assignments that's bigger than us. That's the problem. But we try to outthink and outplan and outwit God. Look, having a vision board is awesome. I'm not knocking that. But see, you have to be open enough, open-minded enough 
Because some of us, we just got our stuff. You can't tell me nothing. I am a doctor of this. I got triple doctors in that. You can't tell me nothing, God. Well, sorry, hate to break it to you, but the smartest man on the planet, in the universe, in the world, in the cosmos, in the third heaven and dimension, is God Almighty with his co-pilot, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords, which is his name, is Jesus Christ. They are the two most smartest beings that we've ever encountered. And this body can't even fathom just a little bit of who they are. And we tripping. But anyway, let me be quiet. All right, Mr. Church, I'm going to stop now because we, we, we getting in trouble. Okay, so Mr. Church, can you please, how they can follow you, I could not find anything on you except your Facebook. I was trying, and I just couldn't find anything, man. So my apologies. We normally have everything set up for you, but I got your Facebook on the screen. But please, Mr. Church, give them all your social media handles and how they can get your music, how they can book you, and all that jazz, and you will get the final word and the final word from our special guest, co-host, Apostle Sharita Lovelace, and we going to get out of here. So, Mr. Church, you have the floor. You're muted. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm go. just talking down, too. I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, I do a lot on Facebook. Facebook is my main. I'm trying to transition and grow my social media on Instagram a little bit more because uh, Instagram is just as relevant. But um, Facebook, you got me perfect on there. On Instagram, it's Mr. Mm-hmm. 2020. I'm starting to get from TikTok. I see TikTok is the, is the new move. So I'm, I'm crossing over to TikTok a little bit. Do they look cool. On TikTok, is I am church. And, but church is broke down. So it's still on Facebook. I am the church, but church has not in between everything. Uh, let's see what else. Uh-oh. We got Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, my music, you can all platforms. Now, uh, I just you are uh, can you, hear you are me? going out really bad. Like, can you hear me now? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit better. Okay, well, I try to finish up there. My music is out on all digital platforms. So if you if you shop on iTunes, if you shop on Apple Music, if you shop on Google Play, wherever you shop, enter. I'm sorry, in a Mr. Church, like the acronym, a dive between Internet of Church, and then I have a song called This Right Here, and another song called Mercy That's Out Right Now. And you can find those on any different platform. And then I got a song that's about to release 
Call, you're the reason why you follow me on all of my social media. You'll be able to see everything about about. Oh man, you, you got a big like every time you talk, it's this loud like humming noise. I don't know if you're in front of a fan or radio or, but it sounds like bad feedback. I don't know. I don't know because I'm at the room. I don't have a fan or anything. Okay. Uh-oh. Can you hear me any better now? You still got that loud helmet going on. It just happened like just now. You were clear the whole time. I don't know. I don't know what it could be, Pastor. I apologize. I don't have anything around me, so I don't know. Can you hear me now? Whatever whatever it is, it's clear now. We hear you perfect. Okay. 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 Well, thank God. Glory to God. Well, let's try that one more time because no one heard anything. They just heard the church. (laughs) So let's try it one more time, and you have the floor. Yes, sir. Okay. So you got my Facebook perfect. I thank you for that. On Instagram, it's Mr. Underscore Church 2020. On uh, TikTok, it's I am the church. But church is broke down like an acronym, so put a dot in between every letter. And then on Twitter, simply Twitter is simply Mr. Church. My music is out on all digital platforms, so any and everywhere you shop and buy music, all you have to do is enter Mr. Church like an acronym. And the two singles that I have out presently are This My Year and another one called Bless You. Again, This My Year and Bless You. And uh, those are two hot tracks, man. That, that, that you know the people love them. And I got another single that's about to be released in about a month or so called You're the Reason Why. And it's a, it's a single with my daughter featuring my youngest daughter. And it's a, it's a very sentimental song. And I believe that the people are going to really love it. Well, we got this show. Yeah, we got that one. And we're going to close out with that one. But before we do, we're going to get some final words. So, Mr. Church, can you... Tell the family, someone that's watching, that's an indie yeah. artist that's stuck. They don't know where to go. They feel in some kind of way. They think all church folks is fake. You know how we do. Oh, we, I, I, I can't write nothing no more. Mr. Church, how can I bounce back from this slump? You have the floor. I'm going to give them what God gave me at the beginning of, uh, actually, I've been riding this for, for, for almost two years now, since 2020. This has been the theme of my life. And God told me in 2020 to just become it. And this is what it means. You have to trust God. God has called you. If God has truly called you to it, then know that he has equipped you and he has empowered you. And the thing that he has called you to, you have to become it. You, you, can, you can no longer procrastinate. You can no longer sit on your hands. You can no longer wait on somebody else to release you. 
You've been, you've done all that. You've checked off all those boxes. You've sat up under the pastor a hundred million years, and he's not going to release you because he doesn't want to release you. But God has called you to a thing, and all he needs is for, all he needs for you to do is respond with action, and that means just become the thing that he has called you. If it's preaching, begin to write you sermons, begin to set up you. Uh, different venues where you can go and share the word of God and just become it. If it's a gospel artist, just become it. Begin to write your music, book you some studio time, perfect your craft, book you some events, just do it. If it's writing books, write the book. Just become it. Just become an author. So whatever it is that God has called you to, and you know without a shadow of a doubt in your heart, it's unshakable that God has called you to that thing, and all he's waiting on you is to just is to do is just become it so that he can bless it. So that's the thing. That's my hashtag. I actually I'm about to release some shirts. Hashtag just become it. Nike said just do it. I'm saying in the kingdom, just become it. Got him. Hashtag just become it. I can't say nothing else after that. Just saying. So, Apostle, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to give to the family? And again, I thank you so much for taking the time out just to come on the show tonight. I appreciate having you. And I'm sure Mr. Church appreciates having you because y'all just lit it up over there on the triumphant <laughs> show. So, I'm glad that you were able to visit little old me over here in Texas. So, Apostle, you have the floor. Well, I appreciate you. And see, Mr. Church, you know, when you were graced with Apostle Lovelace, you know, she was, you know, she was in her Holy Ghost garb when you was on her show. See, she came, she came straight, straight on my show. I'm just saying. See, you know, well, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But, because <laughs> see, you know, see, because every time you see Apostle, she's either decked out 
with her homegirls decked out at the food pantry decked out. Like, when do you have a moment when you're just a homie and just chilling? And this was that day. So I am honored that we caught her on a rare occasion. So, family, y'all got a treat tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Mr. Church, man, it was a pleasure to have you on the platform, man. And, of course, Likewise. we going to go out with your song. We going to go out with your song because, you know, that's just how we do. And, of course, we have the song queued up right now, and we're about to play it. So, can you please give the TPV radio family one more time, or they say in the South, one more again, all your social media handles, and introduce to the family your new EP. So, Mr. Church, you have the floor. Yes, sir. First, I want to say thank you, Pastor Chris, for this opportunity, man. I truly enjoyed myself. I love when iron sharpens iron. I love how we were able to go back and forth in the word and encourage and uplift not only ourselves, but hopefully the entire audience. So I thank you for this opportunity to share um, the giftings of God. It truly was a blessing. I enjoyed myself tonight. On the social media tip, you see it on the screen, Facebook, I am the church. You are the church, too. We are the church together. It's not that building. So come on out that building and use your, the, the anointing that God has placed on your life. On Instagram, it's Mr. underscore church 2020. Uh, Twitter is Mr. Church. And TikTok is I am the church. Church is broke down like an acronym. And you are about to be blessed. To listen to my single that brought me out of the mud of 2019. This song right here was wrote in a dark place, a hurtful place, and I declared that 2020 was going to be my year. So this your favorite big brother, Mr. Church, and you're about to be blessed to listen to my single, This My Year. Let's get it, Pastor Chris. Yes, sir. So, family, we are done This was the exclusive interview. I am your host, the Psalmist Voice, my special guest, my new friend, Mr. Church, was in the building. So, family, we love you. You are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the Psalmist Voice or when you see Mr. Church at your event, Going straight ham at the fishing lake, competing, getting that fish. Not just fish, but fishing them men. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next time on another exciting episode of the exclusive interview. Catch us tomorrow, 11 a.m., right here. Don't miss it. Take us away, Mr. Church. Let's get it. You are about to be blessed to listen to my single, 
This my year. Let's get it. Uh-huh. The new me here. 